You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are chatting. We're doing some woo chat. Woo chat. That's what we're going to call it. (laughs) I love, you know, I love talking about spirituality. I love getting weird on this show, as, as you know, if you've been listening for a while. And as someone who's on that spiritual journey, I'm just always very curious. You know, there's just a lot to learn and a lot to take in in the spirituality space. And we're definitely in a period of enlightenment. More people are just, they're getting curious about this whole existence, right? Astrology, human design, God, all of it, all of it. But there, you know, there comes a responsibility to really ask questions and to discern, you know, as we're consuming information on Instagram, this podcast, just asking questions. So I wanted to chat with someone today about this a little bit further. I wanted to just ask some questions that I haven't been able or like maybe brave enough to ask um, people that I don't know. And, you know, about an area of spirituality that is being talked a lot about right now, you know, really that I just guess I don't understand. It's this idea of ascension, right? That we're ascending on our spiritual path, we're evolving, you know, we're moving up. And today's guest, Elise Bassine, was kind enough to sit down with me and and just kind of explain it to me in a very like straightforward way. So let me tell you about Elise. Elise Bassine is a Philadelphia-based leader in breathwork, energy work, and the creator of the Metamorphosis Ascension Journey and the Awakening and Activation of Your Psychic Abilities. So we talk about a lot of these things, breathwork, you know, psychic intuitive gifts, but we haven't really talked about ascension yet and like what that means. So Elise is going to break it down. She uses her powerful connection to spirit to tap into your energy to see exactly what is holding you back and then guides you to release any old blocks and stuck energy through simple breathing techniques, powerful energy work. She's really, she's helping everybody just along their ascension path. It's her mission and yeah, she's helping you step into 5D. If you're like, what? What does this mean? Just listen today. It's going to help a lot. Before we hop to the conversation with Elise, a big thanks to our show sponsor, Simpson and Vale Tea. You guys know I love this tea. I love all the different wellness teas they have, the yoga blends. And Yoga Magic listeners get 15% off of their first order at svt.com with the code YOGAMAGIC. And local Twin Cities friends, Minnesota peeps, if you want to get together for some in-person yoga, I'd love to see you. We've got a couple events coming up IRL. It's going to be so wild. So Yoga at the Brewery on June 19th and the Backyard Bash 
on July 22nd with the gals over at the Art of Living Well podcast. So we've got two in-person events. Check out the information on those events in the show notes. And the best way to hear about all upcoming events, digital and in-person new episodes, is to hop on to my email list. And when you do that, you get a free guide to building your optimal morning routine for your zodiac sign. So hop on there in the show notes. You can sign up. Yeah, I think that's all. That's all I got for you. Thanks for tuning in every week, everybody. I'm so grateful. If you like this show, make sure to hit subscribe. Consider leaving a review and even better, share this episode with a friend. You can find me on Instagram at Yoga Magic Podcast. Okay, y'all, let's get to this episode about Ascension with Elise Bassine. We are sitting down with Elise Bassine today to talk about ascension, spirituality. I mean, I think we're going to go down some rabbit holes, which I'm so excited about because that is my life. And Elise, thanks for being being here. I'm appreciative. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. Will you tell listeners who you are and really just what you, what you do? <laughs> uh, yes. So my name is Elise Bastine. Um, My company is called Elise Breathes. I started out as a primarily just teaching breathwork. Um, I learned breathwork at a very young age when I was 19 and I started teaching it and sharing it and then it completely changed my life. But I didn't start my business until 2019. Um, I was a school counselor for many years and then oh. I, I had the push to... Uh, I knew I needed to be doing more in this world. So I started my business and it was primarily centered around breath work, but then it quickly evolved into many other things, including the Akashic records, energy work. I run two courses and I do one-on-one coaching. So yeah, that's, that's who I am. The, the short story. <laughs> yeah. It's funny too. Cause I, I think about like breath work and yoga, sort of the, I mean, they're essentially part, you know, a limb of, of the yogic lifestyle is sort of this like gateway into all these other areas totally. that first, you know, like that first little taste of like, Whoa, this is right. magical. What it is, what is it about breath work? Like, what do you find to be really powerful about breath work? I think just how efficient and rapid you see results from it. So Mm -hmm. for me, I actually, you know, yoga was the first thing I found when I was um, in my first year of college and I started working at a yoga studio and I was really transformed by yoga. And when I started doing it, I felt like, oh, wow, I feel like I'm home. Like this was the thing that I didn't know that I needed. And especially the, um, the kirtan and chanting, I loved Mm. that so much. And then when I was working at this yoga studio, I was introduced to breath work. They had a breath work class there that I took and I was just very drawn to it. And then I started taking all of these trainings and classes and I just could see that it was completely transforming my life. And it was like opening up my perspective to look at things in this completely new way. And it was um, really feeding my soul in a sense, because I feel like I was always trying to understand the world on a deeper level and understand why people do the things they do. And breathwork kind of gave me this gateway into understanding myself and 
my family dynamics and why I am the way that I am in this completely new way. And then it also helps you get a lot of momentum and be able to make really quick changes in your life. Mm. It's like that self-study piece. Like you all of a sudden realize something about yourself in those moments. Do you have any specific examples of like something you realized about yourself while doing this, you know, this like really (laughs) powerful breath work? Totally. I have a bunch. So for me, one of the biggest things is when I was 19, I was struggling a lot with an eating disorder and anxiety. So I was able to heal that or I don't like to say heal it. I changed my relationship with those Mm. things very deeply because of breath work, because I was able to see kind of like the underlying reasons why I was having those issues, which was more around the dynamics I had with my parents and, you know, wanting to please everybody and be perfect all the time, which I think is something a lot of people can relate to. So I was, I really was able to shift and change those things because I was able to understand how I was so deeply affected by what went on in my family and kind of how I took stuff on from my parents. And I was able to choose out of that because I was able to really see what was happening on a deeper level. Mm. It's always that shadow work, isn't it? We go down that. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then now you do a lot of work. You said in energy, Akashic records. Mm -hmm. Um, What does that look like now? Yeah. So I, I've always had an ability to like read energy and understand people on this very deep level. Like, you know, I mentioned I was a school counselor for many years and I would always be sitting at a table with like all of these adults having meetings and I would always be getting overwhelmed with information about people. Just like, like dump uh, on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you a pipe? What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio sun, but I'm a Pisces rising. Oh, so you got Pisces in there. I feel like, yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I'm an Aquarius moon. So I also (sighs) want to like heal the world. Um, So yeah. (laughs) So I would, I always was able to really tune in and understand people on a very deep level. And I realized, you know, that I do have this ability to like read energy and tune in. And then um, I was introduced to the Akashic Records last year And I immediately was able to tune into the Akashic Records. I actually had this feeling that I was like, oh, this is this thing I've always been doing. Like I've always been able to tap into this, but now I realize that it was the Akashic Records that I was tapping into. So what that looks like now is I do give Akashic Records readings. I also give Akashic Records business consults because I'm just able to kind of tune into the energy of someone's business and just kind of see where it's wanting to go. Mm. And um what it's wanting to do, which those are really fun. And then the energy work, I just started kind of channeling it as I was channeling the Akashic records. I was taught energy work by a really amazing practitioner, but then I just kind of started to take it and make it my own. So now what I do with clients is just a, it's kind of a cross between like psychic coaching and, um, energy clearing and energy work. And, you know, I'm always kind of tapped into the Akashic records in everything that I do, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I really like what I'm really doing is kind of tuning in and seeing exactly where you're stuck and then helping you move through it really quickly. Um, 
in whatever way I feel at the time is the best way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, so I get to talk to a lot of people that really have these gifts and I, I think we all do. And I think it's a matter of totally. like obviously accessing them and some are just more attuned to it than others. And I'm always curious because it's different for everybody. How do you kind of flow in and out of that, that openness? Like when you're not working with clients, do you have to consciously turn it off in any way? Yeah. And I, I have, I have had to get really conscious about that, especially as I started having my business and working with more and more people because it can get overwhelming. And also, um, especially with people that you love and people that you're friends with, and you can kind of see what they could be doing and what they, you know, where they might be stuck and everything, but not everybody really always wants to hear that stuff. And not right. everybody is really mm-hmm. open to it. So I've had to really set really clear boundaries, even for myself, where it's like, okay, if I have a friend that's going through something, like I can listen, but I'm not getting overly involved where I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. Here's what we can do. Like, I don't do any of that stuff because um, I don't, I like to just, keep a boundary and not get overly involved unless somebody actually asks me to. Um, So that's something that I've really had to get clear on. And also I just set a lot of energetic boundaries, like with my own spirit guides where I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to rest. So like, I don't want information right now. Like I don't want, um, I don't want to receive downloads. I don't want to feel like spirits around me. Like I just want to like chill. So I like actually set these energetic boundaries around me where I'm like, okay, I don't want to be receiving anything right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's an art. I think that's definitely like a practice. It's funny yeah. because when you find like your weird woo friends that you can just sort of like be <laughs> yeah, channel totally. with, I was just texting with some girlfriends who were definitely like, we all work in the space. And, and one of them was just like my spirit guide, whatever the spirit guide's name is said this, and it, like, this is just like, they're like part of our crew, our spirit yeah, guides, you know, totally, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, so <laughs> funny. And you say that you go out and say that to like your friends that don't necessarily work in this. They're yeah. like, what are you talking about? Oh, I know you sound like a wackadoo. My friend, <laughs> I have a, a really good friend and client. We, we work, you know, going in both directions and we're always talking like this too. And I'm like, if somebody was just like listening to our conversation, they would think we were totally nuts. <laughs> but I like, love it. I love that. Oh, I have I the it. people yes. that I can just like pull. I don't have a lot of Aquarius in my chart, but like, like you said, like pull up that Aquarian moon of just like, I'm here to help yeah. the world, but also like, yes, let's tap in. Yeah. Scorpio sun, yeah. Aquarius moon. <laughs> yes. Queen. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I want to talk about Ascension because this is something All I've right. been, I've kind of been seeking out somebody to talk about this. Mostly because I think it's misunderstood. I think there's a lot of people talking about it in, you know, different corners of the spiritual Instagram and (laughs) some of it feels kind of dark to me. Some of it feels really uplifting. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like you're going to give me some insight into like, what is this and why, why now? So in your words, what is Ascension? So to me, the way I like to describe it is an elevation of consciousness, right? So it's stepping into 
higher states of consciousness, meaning that we're able to kind of widen our perspective or zoom out a little bit and look at things from a larger perspective. Some people call it 5D. I don't think it really matters what you call it. It's just stepping out of like this 3D reality where we're just viewing things with our five senses, where we're just experiencing the circumstances around us and stepping back to look at the broader picture and understanding things from a perspective of like our soul, from a perspective of understanding like what this all is and why this is all happening. And I think that also includes connecting with spirit, connecting with your guides, understanding our ability, like you were talking about, everyone has these abilities, right? And I think a lot of what Ascension is, is us just waking up and understanding our abilities and then infusing them into this 3D reality. So we're kind of living in at this at this higher level and this higher state of consciousness where we're, we're having this broader perspective. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's a great, that's a great way to describe it. I mean, it's, it's being able to tap into your energies and it's being mm-hmm. able to connect with your spirit guides and, and just, yeah, like you said, more than just those five senses. And I'm thinking about like the movie, like the matrix was so ahead of its time. Like, oh, love the matrix. Even, obviously <laughs> other, you know, people were talking about that, that at that time. And, but now even like the world is, is what we perceive, but it's so much more. And yeah. to tie this to yoga, I, there's, it's funny because sometimes in like a yoga teacher training, I lead a lot and I'll have like, it'll click like this idea of consciousness and expanding our senses and our worldview and getting deep into mm-hmm. yoga philosophy, people will all of a sudden kind of like, I, I want to say like, wake up, ascend. And yeah. it becomes very overwhelming for them mm-hmm. in that moment. Like sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's just really liberating. Do you see that? Do you see clients that you're working with or even yourself as you're waking up? Are you just like, what the F? <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. There's always those moments of like, what is actually happening right now? Like, is this actually real? Um, Because, you know, once you begin to really understand things on deeper and deeper levels and understand that really anything is possible, right? And anything is possible. And once you realize that and actually start to feel the meaning of that in your body, um, things just start to really shift. So yeah, I see that a lot. And, you know, a lot of the work that I do is around releasing familial and ancestral trauma. And one of the amazing byproducts of that is that once people clear a lot of this stuff, they begin to really tap into their gifts. They begin to really tap into their psychic abilities because they become a much more clear channel once a lot of that stuff is cleared. So I see this all the time where people are waking up to their abilities, they're able to really tap in and download their own form of healing um, as they continue to clear and release a lot of this old programming. So yeah, I see that all the time where like something shifts and people are able to kind of step out of this you know, just this 3D reality that we're living in and be like, oh, holy shit, there's so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this makes me think of like kids, right? Like kids, I think are a lot more ascended than, than us totally. as adults because they don't have that conditioning. And they say things and you're like, 
what? I don't even know. Like, where did you get that? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. My kids do all the time. How old are your kids? Um, they're almost five and almost seven. Oh, really? I have a three and a five-year-old today. She's five. Very oh, wow. That's so exciting. <laughs> and I just, I learned so much from their, from their worldview, you know, like they see yeah. things that I would never have ex- like seen with my eyes. And, and I love this idea of like m- the perceived experience. I want to walk you through my current evening routine because I'm loving it right now. I put the girls in their bed and hopefully they don't come back out. And then I put my jammies on, I do my gratitude journal and I brew a cup of tea. And it is goals. It feels so good at the end of a day. I just really look forward to this ritual at night. And the tea that I use, my favorite brand, is Simpson and Vale tea. Mostly because they have so many different varieties for so many different occasions. I've talked about their yoga teas before, which works through all of the chakras. And they have several new wellness tea blends that I love as well. They're so good. I've been loving the Moonlight Snooze blend at night. It has valerian root, passion flower, linden, jasmine blossoms, and organic lemon myrtle. It's just really subtle, really chill. And I put a little fancy honey in the in the tea, and it's so good. Just totally get ready for a night of great sleep in a high vibe state. So if you want to try any of the amazing blends, they have over 380. You can use code Yoga Magic for 15% off of your first order when you head on over to svtea.com. Again, use code Yoga Magic for 15% off your first order at svt.com. Ascension, you know, as we're talking about it right now, can be overwhelming. And there's also sometimes people talk about like ascension symptoms. Do you know what? Yeah. You talk about this. Like, what is that? Yeah. So it's essentially like the shifts that are happening are also happening in our physical bodies. So as we're able to really clear a lot of what I'm talking about, like the old programming, ancestral trauma, all of this stuff, our bodies actually become lighter. And what ends up happening is that there are actual shifts in our physical bodies. And as we wake up, and change the way that we view things. A lot of people will have certain symptoms. And a lot of times I feel like it's from processing a lot of stuff and moving through it. Like I know people will get super tired and have to sleep a lot, or some people will have physical like aches in their body, which I've experienced. Um, Some people will be really hungry. Some people won't be hungry at all. I know for me, I'll have times where, especially because I'm in the Akashic record so much and I'm always channeling, I will have this incredible need to eat like a bunch of really grounding foods because I literally feel like I'm like flying. (laughs) So that's something too. So yeah. And I think everyone experiences it a little bit differently. Um, I don't know that there's any like hard and fast, like if you have this, then it means it's an ascension symptom. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. um, I definitely feel like as we go through this awakening process and start to have these different perspectives and process a bunch of unprocessed emotions, we will feel different feelings, especially around, like I said, like being super tired or 
um, having different physical symptoms. So yes, I do believe it's a thing. I don't think, like I said, it's like a hard and fast, like this is definitely an Ascension symptom type thing. Yeah. (laughs) There's like an Instagram meme about it. Like everyone's, yeah, I I feel you. It's we're in human bodies, right? Like we're, we're experiencing this on a human on earth level. And so we have to nourish that human body as well. Yes. Do you think that everyone ascends? Like it seemed, you know, this conversation is happening in a lot of um, spiritual corners, but also mm-hmm. like, like, like we were talking about earlier, like our friends who are just not necessarily in this world, yeah. are we all ascending in some way? Or do you think it's specific to, to those that are seeking it out? I think both. So yeah. So the kind of the, what I was shown when I tune into this is like, it's kind of both. So I think there might, there will be certain people that, you know, don't necessarily, or it's not in their soul blueprint or whatever you want to call it, not in their, what they decided to do in this lifetime to, you know, move into these higher states of consciousness. And I actually see people being able to exist simultaneously within this reality. Um, But I do think that a lot of people will shift. It just might not look like, I think people are kind of like glorifying it. Like it's going to be like, oh my gosh, everybody is all of a sudden going to become enlightened. And I really don't think that's what it is at all. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to open their minds and shift in different ways that we might not even understand at this time. Um, For me, I know that like what I've been shown for myself is just to help guide people to awaken their abilities, because I truly believe that everyone has to go through their own awakening process. Like you can't force somebody to wake up or be like, look, this is what's happening and like force them to get it. Like everyone has to come to an understanding on their own because they have a desire to, and some people may not have a desire to, and that's okay. They're going to have their own experience on this planet and have it be what it is. So that's kind of what I was shown. Like, yes, I think everybody is going to shift and change as the planet shifts and changes, but it's going to be different for everyone. And everyone is going to have their own experience. And it's kind of the same way as like, if you think about like, there's certain people on this planet who you or I will never interact with because they're living, they're living a life that's totally different from ours. They're living in a totally different reality than we are, you know? So it's kind Mm -hmm. of the same thing where there's probably going to be people that, um, live the life that they want to live. That's maybe more harnessed into like the 3d physical reality. And that's okay. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, so It's kind of like, I don't think there's like a hard and fast answer to that, but I definitely don't think it's like this glorified thing of like, like, oh, we're all like, like ascending or, Mm -hmm. or becoming like these exalted beings. Like, I don't think it's like that. Yeah. I mean, that'd be (laughs) lovely, but it probably doesn't. (laughs) And and like, who knows? I mean, I think this is just always happening, right? Like it's always, this has been ongoing we're all, I mean, that's part of our journey as humans is to evolve and grow and ascend, you know? Totally. And I do feel that at this time, there is a massive 
awakening where people are waking up to understanding that they don't have the limitations that they once thought they did. Um, I think that is very real, but you're right. I also think that we're always evolving and changing, but it does feel like in my perception, and I guess this is about ascension is like, it does feel there's like this energetic opening happening right now Mm. where people are opening up and widening their perspective and deepening their understanding of like who they really are and what they're capable of. And I think that's really what it's all about. Yeah, I agree. Why do you think that is? Why now? Um, so there's, I guess there's many, um, ways of looking at that. Um, there's definitely people who have like prophesized this and said that this is definitely something that is supposed to happen. Um, and then, you know, there is, Other than that, I don't know why now, other than that, I can feel it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's something that I have kind of like been shown as I tune in and have downloaded. Like last summer, I, um, I woke up one morning and I just kept hearing the words, ascension activation, ascension activation, ascension activation. And I just like knew I was supposed to like help people with that. I wasn't sure exactly what it was. So I think this is just something that I have been like tuned into and guided to help people with. But as far as why now, um, I think it might just be time for people to start shifting and waking up and stepping into a new age. And I know astrologically, it's pretty clear (laughs) Mm -hmm. that this kind of energy is what we're moving into. We're moving into a completely different energy astrologically. And you might know more about that than me. Um, I'm not an astrologer, but I do know that the astrology is very clear that like now we're moving into this completely different time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And it's funny too, because you kind of hear it in these different studies, right? It's astrology or or the Akashic Records or, or like mm-hmm. philosophers or all these things. And, but I agree. It's like, there's something really, there's something going on. Feel it. Totally <laughs> something good. going on. Yeah. <laughs> it feels, if I'm not as like open yet as you, I'm definitely like fine tuning this and growing as a, as a, as a vessel, as a channel, but like it, to me, it feels vulnerable, but it mm. also feels very, freeing at the same time. Yes. There's a lot of opportunity. And, um, as far as I can tell, I think there's going to be a lot of shifts happening. And as far as the systems and the structures of that are on the planet, because right now I think it's pretty painfully obvious to everyone that the structures and systems we have are not working for most people. So I think now there's an opportunity with the shift in energy to, have that stuff shift. And a lot of the solutions that we need are already available. It's just about implementing them. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to see on more of like a collective, you know, 3D level as well. Mm-hmm. Something I've been curious about, and I just, you know, I guess I find this to be kind of energetically draining, um, but I still think it's really important. That's this the idea of discernment around mm-hmm. these topics, right? Around ascension, spirituality, channeling, all of this that because we get so much information from the internet yeah. and from others on the internet 
I think it's hard to know what and who to believe. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And, you know, we can tap into our intuition and like really kind of ask ourselves, what is our truth? But what advice do you have for spiritually curious people like me and you and others who listen to the show? How can we be that discerning individual as we learn? Yeah. So I have a few things to say about that. So I think this is why, first of all, I feel so passionately about helping people tap into their intuition and psychic abilities, because I think once you are able to really tune in with yourself and what feels right to you, you can use that as a tool to just know um, whether something feels right to you or whether a person feels like you're drawn to them and they resonate with you, right? The more you understand how you resonate and what your truth is, the easier it is to just feel whether somebody is in alignment for you. But the other thing I want to say about this is there, there's something about the journey of like listening to information and then maybe realizing, Hey, I actually don't know if this is resonating for me. And then moving on from it. I don't think it's necessarily about like, okay, I only have to find the people that are giving me the truth, right? Because A, everyone has their own truth. And B, you wouldn't, if you did that, you wouldn't necessarily go through the process of understanding what truth feels like, because in order to understand what truth feels like, you also have to know what it doesn't feel like, right? So I think there's like this, this, really beautiful opportunity to kind of go through this process of listening to information and tuning into information to know whether it resonates for you. And as you grow and shift, there's going to be different information that resonates with you. And that, you know, for me, like a year ago, there were certain podcasts and certain people that I felt like were feeding my soul. Whereas Mm -hmm. like now I just don't feel as drawn. It's nothing against them. It's just that I'm at a different level of consciousness now and I'm tuning into different things. So I think it's a process of listening to what you're drawn to. But the other thing that I think is really important is you never want to just take every, because you like one person, you never want to just take everything they say as like a hard and fast truth. You want to run it through your own truth meter first, right? And the Akashic Records are a great way to do that. I always vet everything through the Akashic Records and I always get very clear answers on, um, you know, whether something is the truth or not, or whether it is something that I should focus on. So I always check in with myself. I run things through the Akashic records, but the important thing is, is to like take things that feel good to you and leave the rest and continue allowing yourself to be, to like go down that rabbit hole in the sense of like being, trusting what you're drawn to, taking what resonates for you and leaving the rest and not thinking that any one person has all the answers because that is where I think a lot of people got lost this year is thinking Mm -hmm. that someone else is going to do the work for you. Someone else is going to save you or someone else has all the answers. And that's not true. I think we all have certain gifts. We all have certain answers to contribute. And um, it's about just taking what you're drawn to and continuing to like go down the path and know that, yeah, there are some people out there who are not spreading the truth and who are spreading lies. And to be able to like trust yourself to know that, but also like there's nothing wrong with 
believing somebody and then realizing that maybe they weren't telling the truth. Like that's Mm -hmm. okay. It's part Mm -hmm. of the process. So to not be afraid of that either. Mm, That yes. Thanks Elise. That's a really great answer. And I'm thinking too, like to pull it out of spirituality and even thinking like politically, right? Like it's helpful to see sadly, I mean, there's their dualities, but like, it's helpful to see a number of different perspectives to understand, like, what is the conversation? And the other thing is, I feel like we don't, we don't have to be doing this constantly, like give yourself a container of like, I'm doing this research now. And then, okay, now I'm putting it away because it's like, it, it, this is very, consuming. I mean, it takes up energy and it's so important. Like you said, doing the work, we have to do it for ourselves, but you don't have to do it all the time. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good way to think about it. And, and it's, you're so right on the fact that like a year ago, I was listening to like just religiously, like certain things. And now I listen to it and I'm like, not embarrassed, but I'm just like, Ooh, okay. And I've pivoted, I've pivoted from that. Yeah. (laughs) And it's okay. It's It's totally okay. Yeah. 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 So just like knowing that like, it's okay to just go down this path and, um, trust what you're drawn to. And I think one of the most important things that we're learning right now is self-sovereignty and self-trust and to know that there's no one out there who can tell you better than you can tell yourself. There's no one out there who knows a truth beyond what you know to be true for yourself, right? And to like start to trust your own inner authority and your ability to know what's right for you and what's not right for you because a lot of, you know, what we're seeing is like people just coming back home to themselves and realizing that like, no, I am, I know what's best for me and I don't need to outsource my knowledge. I don't need to outsource my power to anyone else. Like, yes, it's great to have support. It's great to have people that have a lot of information, but ultimately the truth about what's right for you comes from you. Mm. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it's very, like I'm thinking as we were talking before we started recording, I was talking about the nodes, like the, the nodes of the moon. And right now, oh yes. Or whenever when this is being recorded, the South Node is in Sagittarius, North Node's in Gemini, right? And Sagittarius is about the truth. Like we've been gifted some truths in the last yeah. year. We've seen some things and we're still like digesting it. And we're also moving towards this like Gemini energy of being curious and like learning in in groups and 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 gathering, but it can become it's like chattery. It can become that like sort of, you know, stereotypical two-faced conversation mm-hmm. where you're hearing all these different things and you have to decide what is your truth, right? Like we're right. all in this. Yeah, totally. You have to decide. And like, you have to know that like, there's no, like I said, there's no one person that knows everything. So to really take what works for you and leave the rest. Cause, and also I feel like we all have a different path, right. And we're all going to have different paths True. too awakening and growth. And some people might be the type of person where they need to get to the bottom of everything, or they need to go out and protest or whatever. And some people that's not their path. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important to trust that as well. And honor other people's journeys. There's a little bit of shame (laughs) happening, you know, like some shamey behavior, you need to be doing this, or you need to post this. And and I don't know, I guess I am going to try to opt out of that and really just focus inward. Um, but you're right. Yeah. Everyone has their own journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Elise, what do you do? You're so like in this and it's like we've said, it's energetically a lot to work in, in spirituality <laughs> and healing and, and channeling. What do you do to take care of yourself? Yeah. So, um, I do a number of things. I have to do like a daily practice. I usually do some kind of morning practice where I do meditation, journaling, and some form of physical exercise. So that's really important for me is to have those morning practices. I also like to take baths a lot because that really calms my nervous system, especially when I am channeling a lot, I start to have a lot of energy moving through me and my body just kind of is like, like, you know, just shaking. So getting in the bath with like Epsom salt really kind of just like calms my nervous system and grounds me a lot. And then I'm always working with other healers. Um, cause that's just something that's a non-negotiable for me to keep, um, moving through energy and keep growing and changing. So yeah, my personal practice. And then also just continuing my personal growth is huge for me. Mm, yes. Yes. I love that too. Cause you're a mama and you like, you have, you have the, your kids have needs, but you still make these yeah. things a priority and that's so key. Yeah. 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 I have to. <laughs> yeah. For everybody. <laughs> for everybody. Yes. Uh, amazing. Well, how can listeners learn more about you work with you, get a reading, share your goodness. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, Elise underscore breathes. Also, I have a Facebook group called breathe to succeed, which is a fun place to be. I do weekly energy forecasts in there. And then I also have a bunch of experts that share in there each week as well. So that's a great place to connect with me. And then also my website, which is elisebreathes.com. Awesome. Thanks, Elise. This was great. Yeah. Thank you. This was so fun. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Elise for sharing all of this totally new information for me. You can learn more about Elise in the show notes. And thank you to our show sponsor, Simpson and Vale. You get 15% off your first order at svt.com when you use the code Yoga Magic. Thanks for being here, everybody. I'll see you next week.